Greetings, this is Atma Bodha. Today we have a very special topic entitled Enlightenment, The Misunderstood Secrets. And this is very important to my heart because I find it distasteful that enlightenment is misunderstood and incorrectly taught by some teachers that are not really enlightened. And because they're not really enlightened, they're teaching their opinion of enlightenment, which isn't the truth. And so there are some very important distinctions, first of all, on the topic of enlightenment. Firstly, a sincere enlightened person, you can tell in their eyes that they are inspired that they are full of love and joy. They don't look sad or tired or bored. And there's a lot of these kind of teachers where it's like you can see that they don't have that exuberance inside of them. It's missing. They are lacking that enthusiasm for life. And where I see this happen most commonly is with these teachers that are purporting about no self, that meditation is about arriving at a place where self doesn't exist. And these type of teachers, they look like they are nothing special. They don't look inspired. They don't look full of love. They don't look happy. The truth is that enlightenment is not about arriving at no self but it's about discovering yourself. Not discovering your egoic self, not about discovering your limited mind, the superficial idea or conception that you may have about yourself. It's not about how other people see you. It's not even about how you see yourself. Because the truth of the matter is, is that in your core, in your deepest identity, it is beyond any conception that you may have about yourself. You are more amazing and more wonderful than even your most egoic idea about yourself could possibly be. And that is what is tough to get people to wrap their heads around. But that is the truth. It's not about no self. It's about being more than you ever thought you were. It's about having an expanded sense of self, an expanded sense of self that's so wide that it has no limits, none. When you arrive at limitless mind, that's not ego. You aren't even your mind. Your mind isn't even who you are. Your mind is part about of who you are. But you are much deeper than that. You are much more even than that. But let's sidetrack a little bit. Because what it comes down to is enlightenment is all about the absolute. And so, 
in order to define enlightenment, it's necessary to first recognize what is the absolute. And the absolute very simply is the best of everything. It is the most intelligent, the most powerful, the most wise, the most loving, the best of anything conceivable. In fact, it's so great, it's beyond conception itself. In fact, the entire physical universe, as mentioned before, is minuscule in comparison with the Absolute. And so, what is missing with people's idea about enlightenment? It's very simple. There's an easy, well, some people might consider it easy because, oh, I don't have to. Some people think they don't have to focus their mind and they could just open their mind and just be everything. And whatever you look at, you are that. If you see something else, you are that. Another path of enlightenment is, oh, you're not that. You're not that either. So you have different ideas of how to get there. But the truth of the matter is that considering that the absolute is the best of everything, there is a certain characteristic that is a prerequisite to this ultimate form of enlightenment, and that is resoluteness. To be a champion, and you can talk to any champion, regardless of sport, whether it's MMA, whether it's football, whether it's bodybuilding, whether it's chess, the people who arrive at the top of their discipline. And this continues over into the arts, whether it be acting or music or being an artist. Those at the top of their game, the very, very top of their game, they had to have a level of determination to arrive there, to never surrender, to never give up, to keep moving forward, no matter the cost. And this is also a characteristic of the Absolute. And this is why the top yogis of the past, they would say how it's important to focus your mind to a pinpoint, to be stubborn that you are complete that no matter what life throws your way, no matter what others may say, what, no matter what toxic vibe gets pushed into your space, to recognize that you're not that, you are complete, and that you continue to be stubborn in that completion. And that is the path of being a champion. And that's what's missing with it's one of the biggest misunderstood secrets of enlightenment is resoluteness, single-minded purpose that lets you arrive at enlightenment. The single-mindedness of being complete, of being stubborn. Anything else?
it doesn't get you there. You can't get to enlightenment by being lazy, by giving up, by simply surrendering. No, in fact, the word surrender I find extremely distasteful because what is surrender? When you are at war, if you surrender, you lost the war. What is the flag of surrender? It's the white flag, right? It's saying, I give up. No. True spirituality is not about surrender. True enlightenment is about refusing to surrender. It's about focusing, being resolute. Now, symbiosis is important. I mean, the word yoga, it's a very important to understand this. The word yoga means to unite with, to be in symbiosis with, to immerse your mind with. That's yoga. Yoga is not about surrender. And in my opinion, if there's any God or religion or teacher that requires your surrender, they are not at the highest place of the absolute. They maybe have tasted a small taste of what's possible, but they've not arrived. People talk about ego. They talk about how ego is such a bad thing. And I admit, of course, if you have a big ego, if it's a superficial misconception of who you are, right? You're more than your ego. But ego is natural. Everybody has egos. It's not something to say, oh, I'm such a bad person, I have an ego. No. It's natural because this is how we are designed as humans. And it's very important that if you're on a spiritual path and you want to reach higher states of consciousness, don't go to war with your ego. In fact, you having an ego is healthy. Because do you know what is the ultimate ego? Is the absolute. That's what every ego wants to be. Every ego wants to be the best. They want to say, oh, I'm the best. I'm the strongest. I'm the fastest. I'm the smartest. I'm the most capable. That's what egos like to do, right? Well, that's what the absolute already is. So by the ego wanting these things, you're actually putting yourself in harmony with the absolute. The problem isn't in identifying yourself with the best. The issue actually is not about your ego, your limited ego, or getting rid of your limited ego. No. What it's about is expanding your mind, removing the limitations that you might have about yourself, the self-limiting beliefs. When you remove those self-limiting beliefs, what does that do? It helps your mind be receptive to higher inspiration from the absolute directly.
So embrace your ego. Not to say that you should think, oh, it's good to have a big ego. No. But true humility is about seeing the divinity in others. It's not about saying that you are low and everybody else is high. To be truly humble is about coming from the heart and being able to look up even to your own mind and to look up to other minds as well, especially if they deserve it. But more than that, it's about being able to look into the hearts of others. When you can look into the hearts of others and you can feel a heart connection right here. That's something very special. But once your mind is coming from that limitless place, that's when it becomes easier for, the, for your mind to be receptive to the absolute to come down and activate your crown, the crown of glory. And one thing I didn't mention in the last podcast, which I, or last video, is that there's something else called Amrita, that once that crown, that thousand petal lotus has been activated, which can only happen by the grace of the absolute, then also by grace, you can receive this Amrita, the nectar of immortality, and it will drip on the top of your crown, first slowly, and then later it can become a waterfall, a, a raging torrent of ecstatic bliss. And this is something that you don't see other enlightened, quote, enlightened teachers talking about because the fact of the matter is, is that they are not enlightened because if they were, they would be talking about this crown of glory, this thousand petal lotus and the Amrita, the nectar of immortality that drips down, that is just this amazing, intense feeling of bliss. And people ask, what is bliss? Well, bliss is beyond words. I mean, it's similar to what some street drugs have an effect, have a similar effect, except, of course, this doesn't require any, any drug dealer. It's completely natural. It's got no negative side effects. In fact, it becomes a source of strength and a source of energy. And it makes you assertive. And that's another aspect is from what I've seen from people who talk about enlightenment, they seem very passive. They seem to lack a certain assertiveness. And when that activation occurs, what I experience to be true is you become more assertive. You become fearless. Fear, doubt, worry, anxiety, all negative emotions, external desire, they all become alien concepts to you. In fact, they become alien to you.
because you've become, you've experienced something more than that. You've realized that your true self are, is not those things. That those things don't define you anymore. You're more than that. And it's beautiful because you become confident, you feel unstoppable. It makes you feel like nothing can get in your way and you can make every single dream you have come true. And yes, even I have dreams, but the dreams I have is not for myself. I'm already perfectly fine. I'm already blissed out 24 seven. But what I want to see is more people empowered this way. I want to see this enlightenment spread to awaken more hearts, inspire more minds, and transform the world today as we know it. And I have confidence that this is going to happen. In fact, I see it as inevitable that nothing I can do, nothing you can do or can't do is going to stop this. Nothing can stop this. It's bigger than me, you, everyone else. No matter what we do, everyone is going to be able to experience this. This is your birthright. This is Atmaboda. Um, Signing off, until next time, you have a fantastic everything. Bye-bye.